0: Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. I'm Vaughn, And I'm Sophie. And today we're talking about Chapter 6 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the journey from Platform 9 and 3 quarters. So I wanted to say really fast that the reason we did not have an episode come out on Friday is because pretty much with everything that's going on, we've been pretty busy and, like, I don't know. Yeah, I have epi- a bunch of essays to write, a bunch of school. Yeah, so... And Boy Scouts, too. Two, two episodes a week a has just become a lot. So, pretty much what we're going to be doing is every Tuesday we're coming out with... It's the same thing, it's just conjoined. So, we're putting our Tuesday and Friday episodes together. So, we're going to do the first part of the episode is the chapter... And the second part of the episode is our analysis. So it's the same thing that we've always been doing just in one episode. So if you really want to listen to it, like in two different parts, just listen to the first part and then listen to the second part yeah. during later in the week. It's just, it's easier, easier because it gives us a whole week as a break to like take our notes and it gives us more time. Yeah. So, and don't worry, everything's still the same. We're still going to have our movie goofs. We're still going to have our news. We're, Everything's the same, just together. Let's start with our chapter
1: three.
0: Well, analysis of the chapter, I yeah. guess. So this chapter begins with Harry's last month at the Dursleys. Yay! His last month until he goes to a wizarding school. This must be really like surreal to him. That. He's been with the Dursleys for so long, and he finally—they to... mentally abuse me. No, <laughs> and he—he he finally gets away from them to go to something that he didn't even know was real. Like anyone would be surprised if they got a letter from a wizarding school. He's probably yeah. like, but this could be—they they probably wouldn't believe it at all. Because exactly, magic is yeah. Real.
1: He's probably like, this could be the worst school ever, but it's better than being
0: with the Dursleys. Yeah, so. <clears throat> Dudley won't stay in the same room as Harry, and Vernon and Petunia act as if Harry isn't there. And it also says in the chapter that any chair with Harry they acted was empty. Did they sit on him? Yeah. They were like, no one's here. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> Vernon sitting on <at> Harry. <laughs> oh, no. He's like, mm. no one's here. That's a nice <laughs> chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Harry even said that it was a bit depressing. That's really sad. Like yeah. he, we all like they're we, avoiding him. because we he knows know, he's a, he, yeah, he's a wizard, and we know yeah. he doesn't like them at all. But it would st- still be pretty sad to like have people not even like pretending you're not there. They're probably plotting to burn him at the stake, <laughs> a <witch>. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Salem witch trials. Yeah. So um. He named, so he decided to name his snowy owl that he got in the last chapter, Hedwig. He got that book out of the history of magic because he had already read the whole book. And he read his, he reads his school books and like by night, he like stays up really late reading his books. And Hedwig flies freely and brings in dead mice. Does he live in Dudley's what? spare room? Uh,
1: he don't, does,
0: don't he? I think he does. Yeah. But, wait, wait. Okay. Wait,
1: wait,
0: wait. Are they still in that that hut in the rock? On that. No. Rock? No. They're at the Dursleys' house. There. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I have a question about this part. So, it says that Hedwig flies freely and like brings in dead mice to eat and stuff like that. But sorry. Why are <laughs> why are they letting Hedwig? Why are they letting Harry let Hedwig out? Because. In the other books you can see that they're making Hedwig be locked up. They're not letting Hedwig out because it's not normal. But in this book they're letting Hedwig roam free. Maybe they're scared of him. Oh, no. Is it no. just like the well, initial shock? Is it just the initial shock of like Yeah, like he, he has no. Well, they're maybe, trying maybe... to avoid Harry and anything that belongs to him. Maybe ma- but maybe they're
1: scared of Harry since he's a wizard. Oh like,
0: yeah. We don't know like they don't know what he can do. So why do you think they changed their mind in other books? Mm-hmm. Well, they probably uh learn oh. about how powerless he was to uh in the muggle world cuz you're not allowed to cast spells in the muggle world. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And he accidentally did one time or well, accidentally did D- Dobby did. Dobby did.
1: And you'll you'll we'll learn who that is oh. in the
0: book 2, 2, 2. two. Yeah. yeah. So, on the last day of August, the day before he was supposed to go to King's Cross Station, Harry decided that he needed to talk to Uncle Vernon about getting, to actually getting to the King's Cross Station, because who else is going to take him? What do you guys think would have happened if Vernon had said no? Uh, uh, well, uh, well, well, the Wizards couldn't do anything. Because oh, yeah. they're, they're they're his guardians, but they could totally just say no, and they wouldn't be able to do anything. Do, but do you think someone <laughs> would have gotten come and gotten him, or do you think they would have just been like, well, the Dursleys aren't letting them come. The Dursleys could have just sued, uh, uh, sued or gotten that person, that wizard arrested. He would. I guess Harry
1: would have sent a letter to Hagrid or something.
0: I mean, it does, but, but Hagrid would get arrested if he took Harry. It's it's kind of. Good. Not even though the Dircy's well, if the Dursleys didn't let him, then he would be arrested. I Like maybe. Well, if the Dursleys didn't want Harry to go, then Hag- Hagrid took him. They would probably call the uh, the wizard uh, police, and they yeah. would get Hagrid. So, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> oh yeah. The, even though the Dursleys kind of act like it's not a good thing, it is a good thing for them that Harry's going away. Because they're not going to see Harry for a whole nother year. They don't have to feed him. They're not, like, wasting their money on Harry because he's... They're not wasting. Especially because all of his school stuff, he got with his own money. It's not the Dursley's money. It's Harry's money. Well, besides, the Dursley's don't have any wizard money. Yeah. So... So when Harry goes downstairs and he goes to talk to Vernon, Dudley runs away screaming... (laughs) harry it's a person harry harry asks harry asks vernon to take him to the station and vernon grunts so harry takes that as a yes and then as he's like as harry's walking away from vernon vernon asks harry where this school was and harry's suddenly realizing he has no idea where this school is at all he just has no idea. I was done school. <laughs> Where yeah. Are you school? So Harry doesn't know, so he tells Vernon that he had to take a train from platform nine and three quarters, and Vernon and Petunia kind of stare at Harry, and they're like, "There is no platform nine and three quarters." That would probably take them back, like a back, because you have no idea. Like platform nine and three quarters, they have no idea what that is. Yeah. Do you think Petunia knew what it was? I mean, Lily was her sister, so True. do you think Petunia had any idea what Platform Nine and Three Quarters was? Yeah, well, she she was her sister, so she would probably have followed her, or like went with through her. through the. Nine yeah, and maybe. Quarters. Was were Lily's parents? She was Muggle born, right? Uh, Lu- yeah, Lily was Muggle born, and James is half. She's a freak. <laughs> <laughs> She's a mudblood. Okay, so. So um, Vernon tell so Vernon's like okay fine I'll take you but only because we already have to go to London tomorrow anyway and Harry's like I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep this friendly and I'm gonna ask where they're going and Vernon grunts and tells him that they have to take Dudley to London to get his tail removed. I have so many questions. Um, how would the people react when they exactly. see exactly how could they tell? How are they gonna tell? them. Or yeah. He thought he just got Or couldn't steel. just, uh, Vernon take a cleaver knife and and chop it <laughs> oh off right God. there? That would probably hurt Dudley. But mm-hmm. give him some, uh, uh give Something him some painkillers. I know, but I, how does the hospital even respond to that? Like, how could they- How did your son get a tail? Okay, <laughs> I also- I have kind of an idea. So, do you guys think they took Dudley to St. Mungo's? What's-
1: Oh, uh, like, I said
0: yeah. No. Um, it would make sense. Petunia probably would know what it was. Yeah, but they don't have much contact with the Wizarding World, so how would they know where St. Mungo's is? I mean, they may not, but it would make sense if yeah. they took him to St. Mungo's because... There's probably, special wizard doctor. <clears throat> there are at St. Mungo's. No, no, at the hospital. Maybe, but Pete, you, I've... The wizards would probably just assume that people knew where St. Mungo's was. Maybe. I mean, it would probably be better for them to take uh, Dudley to St. Mungo's because... He was involved with magic. Yeah, and, like, they would know, they would understand, like, okay, people probably come in there all the time. Mind wiped. Or pigtails, so, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Do you think they did get their minds wiped? Probably not Lily. No, not Lily. Well, sorry, uh, sorry uh, not probably not Petunia, because yeah. she came from wizarding family. They probably wiped Vernon's and Dudley's memory probably if they went not to say Well, not their entire memory, but just, just that. Just that tiny little... Okay. That makes sense. So, the next morning, Harry wakes up, and he checks... He, like, double-checks everything in his pack to make sure that he has everything, because... He's probably already checked a million times, but he's just double-checking everything to make sure he has everything on the list. So excited! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, Petunia has convinced Dudley to sit next to Harry in the car, and they were off. My question is, how do you think she convinced Dudley? I'm thinking a bribe. Yep. Yep. Food. Definitely. Definitely. You think? Because, like, he, for his birthday, all he gets is, like, electronic stuff. He gets a car... Not yeah, a car. he gets an electronic oh. car. He gets a a
1: ro- remote. Give computer. him,
0: give him an extra PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm guessing that was a bribe. I've, I think I've always suspected that, but I didn't know that's what, um, it happened. Obviously, no one knows, but that's just it was probably a bribe. After that, they get to the station, and there was no platform nine and three quarters, so the Dursleys left. <laughs> they just let How would they leave? Bye, well, Harry. What would have happened if Platform 9 and 3 quarters, Harry had never found it? <laughs> how never... would he get back to the Dursleys? Uh, he'd just walk home in the rain. I'm surprised that the Dursleys wouldn't, or would leave him, because, I how would they it. feel they if, hate him. how would they feel if, they got arrested? No, they didn't get arrested, but a pol- Cop showed up at their house and was like, is this your kid? And they were like, yeah, okay. And then they give Harry to the... Dursals. And then so they got a ticket. They wouldn't get a mm-hmm. ticket. They'd they would get just... Arrested. They, would, they wouldn't so they're get arrested. Child. They would just get... Um, a warning. Yeah, they will... Because the... Oof. The cops would have no idea that they left them there. So, I just want to know, like, how could they... How would they feel if a cop should have at their house with Harry? They, they shouldn't have left him. Yeah. No matter what, they shouldn't have left him. But it just makes no sense that they would leave him if... It, it potentially... There was going to be a cop at their house with Harry. So, um, he can't find... He can't find Platform 93 quarters. So, Harry asks a train guard. And the train guard is like, there isn't one. And the train guard just, like, kind of walks away... Talking about tricks. Yeah. So, (laughs) Harry wondered if he should start, like, tapping on bricks with his wand, like how Hagrid did to get to Diagon Alley. And he's, like, about to take out his wand to start tapping on bricks when he hears people passing. Tapping on bricks. Okay. (laughs) Tap, tap, tap. (laughs) What's that from? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It sounded like you guys, like, knew what that was from. (laughs) Um. so he doesn't do that he hears the people passing and he, he hears them say muggles so he turns around and he sees a plump woman with four boys and one girl all with red hair and the four boys are all pushing carts that look like Harry's and they're, he sees an owl so that tips him off he's like okay they're wizards it's an owl yeah so that's that's immediately yeah <laughs> you recognize whoa now that guy's a wizard <laughs> so is that guy <laughs> harry follows him or f- harry follows, <laughs> him harry follows them and he hears them say platform nine and three quarters and um harry sees the oldest boy go to the barrier but he can't see how because a, a crowd of people kind of like go to his line of view to where the older boy can we just call him percy no, don't well, give it away. Now you know. No. It's Percy. And it probably says this in the chapter. It does. It does? Okay. I put it down as. Okay. It's Percy. His
1: name. It's Percy.
0: Okay, but you're just so, trying not to do any more spoilers.
1: Can we just say, like, Because. What if we give something away? Can like we just say the, the oldest one is this person?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll probably talk about the Weasleys yeah. when we get to know them. So. Um. Then, Fred, after the older boy goes through, then two twins, they walk through the barrier, and they kind of do this whole bit about, like, how he's not Gred, and he's not... Oh, Gred oh and George. I love that part in the book, and I was probably just... I was thinking about it just now. I was like, Gred and Forge. Gred um, and Forge. Yeah. So, Fred and George walk through the barrier. They're um twins. So, I wanted to bring this up because I heard it. And I don't know if it's true, but it seems true. Like, you definitely notice it more once you've heard it. But I've heard that Fred is mentioned more than George throughout the series. Like, his name is just mentioned a lot more. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I kind of can get that. Like, when I was reading some of the other books um, in Harry Potter, and even in this book, you really notice, like, yeah, Fred does get mentioned a lot more. You George is mentioned. George does talk. Yes. But Fred talks a lot more. Okay, you guys are probably not gonna understand this, but I have a question for Daisy. Yeah, which one of them? You know, uh, Joe, Fred, Fred. Okay, Fred. So Harry asks the woman, the, yeah, the plump woman with the red hair, how to get onto the platform nine and three quarters, and she just tells him to go through the wall. Just gotta run right. Just into get the head. wall. Can we just say real quick that? All of them
1: have red hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they all have red hair. So she introduces um, Harry to Ron after she tells him how to get into the um, platform. And she has she has Harry go before Ron. She goes, okay, go ahead before Ron. Also, Why? Just go slam into the wall. <laughs> I, I have a question. Why would she have Harry go before Ron? Wouldn't it make more sense if Ron was, like, an example? Like, Ron, you go, then Harry, you go. Like, see how he does it? I imagine she was just joking, and he just rams it into the wall, and he's like, oof. Um, She's like, ha it's not really over there. You go that wall. Um, do, do you guys think maybe she had Harry go first so she could talk to Ron really? about being friends with Harry? Mm-hmm. I don't think they knew it was Harry Potter. I know, but, like, I think the only reason I could see her saying okay harry you go before ron is because she wants to hold ron back and say you need to be nice to that kid you need to be friends with him so you can be famous too (laughs) (laughs) no i
1: don't i don't think so i think she just let him go first um
0: so that way you know
1: she doesn't get late on the train
0: so harry runs through the barrier and he gets onto the platform that's crazy. Like you just go through a wall and all of a sudden you see this all new stuff that you've never seen before. What if a muggle went through the went through the wall? Oh my god. They're
1: just like, I'm gonna walk into it, the, it, no, no, oh, no. No,
0: the the muggle tripped and he fell through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait. <laughs> like, what just happened. Um He'd probably just have to
1: get his memory wiped.
0: Yeah. Or that part. So they pa- Harry passes students with owls. Um, he passes Neville, who has lost his toad, and he's, like, talking to his grandma. And he passes Lee, who is showing people something in a box, I think. It's in a box, but he's showing people. A so box. Harry walks down to the train, and he finds an empty compartment where he puts Hedwig, and he can't lift his trunk. So one of the twins comes over and he offers to help. That's George. We're probably going to be talking a lot about after I brought that up. Because it's just important, I they guess. And important. That shit, was George please. that came over and offered to help him. So then, George calls Fred over. And Fred um, and George both help Harry lift his trunk into the compartment. And they see Harry's scar. And they ask what it is. You're the chosen one. And they realize that it's Harry Potter.
1: That's oh the lightning Oh my
0: you're Harry Potter. It's I Harry had Potter. have <laughs> So... Mm-hmm. They, Harry sits down as the twins run to their mother, and she tries. They don't say anything. At least not right now, and she tries to wipe something off of Ron's nose when the oldest Weasley comes to his family, already in robes with a prefect badge on, a P for prefect. Um, that's Percy Weasley. Mm. Okay, so oh, there's also
1: the, so the oldest is Bill, right? Weaselby. Yep. And then the second is Charlie. Yep. And, then, and Percy. then Percy, and then Fred and George, and, and then, then Ron, Ron, and then Ginny. Yep.
0: Ginny's like the girl, obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah. Wait, and then also I wanted to say in the movies, I don't remember what the order is, but they always have the, um, they always have Fred and George standing in the same position. Like they always have. I don't know if They're this like, is the order side by side, but. They always have some one, some one of them on the left and one of them on the right. I don't remember which what the order is, but if you want to, you can look that up because I know that they did that on purpose so that people know, like, okay, that's Fred and that's George. I just don't remember which the what the order they're standing in is. If it's George and then Fred or Fred and I'm then George. I'm pretty sure it's Fred, George. It would make Fred more sense if it's Fred than George. Because, yeah. like, left is Fred and then right is George. Because, you know, it's Fred and George. It's not George and Fred. Yeah. So, if you really want, like, a definite answer, look that up. But I'm pretty sure it's Fred then George. Like, Fred on the left, George on the right.
1: Yeah. Okay, so when Percy said something about um how being, when you be a prefect, they have two, you have two compartments. Um, He brags a lot about like, being a prefect. Yeah. 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 So Fred and George started to make fun of him, always talking about being a prefect. Like um, maybe once, maybe twice, maybe all day, maybe all summer. Oh yeah, they because they were pretending that like oh he never talks about it. Oh yeah. Their mother. Their mother said that only Percy gets new robes because he is a prefect. When that's kind of sad. Yeah. I, no. just, oh. I mean, you already oh, get the privilege poor, poor of being a prefect. Poor Ickle Ronnie. That's... Ickle what Ronnie. Does
0: it mean? What does it even mean? I don't know, coming? but they say that in, the, in my. Part I think of the it means book. like little Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie. I think so too. Like Peeves, he goes Ickle Firsties. I think it's the next chapter. But I don't remember. It might mean little. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. Little, small, young.
1: <laughs> Their mother said no more fooling around at school because they always fool around and mess around. And she said, don't go and blow up a toilet. And they're like, oh, thanks for no, the idea. D- it's okay.
0: We'll, d- we'll just shove tomatoes in the plumbing. It's <laughs> okay. okay. So I <laughs> yeah, found, I too. looked up Ickle. It means I rent. Oh ironically. ironically childish, childish word for little. And we all got it. Well, we kinda all got it. <laughs> and then I found <laughs> this other thing on, on meaning of Ickle by Lexico and it says an Ickle baby seal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, a child's word for little. Yeah. yeah.
1: Then the kids told that they that they saw Harry on the train. Um, and they saw his scar, and it was really like a lightning bolt. Yeah. They were like, oh my gosh, mom. Did you get zapped by I lightning? Scar. That? It was really like a lightning bolt. Yeah, did he get zapped by lightning? We'll never know. Uh, Jenny asked, 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 to, I always have a, have asked,
0: asked, asked,
1: I, I always have a hard, uh, it's always hard for me to print, like. Say that. Okay, word. asked. <laughs> go, go, go. Um, sounds like she asked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> yeah. Jenny asked to go and see what he looks like, but her mom said no.
0: Her mom. Mom. Yeah, look at that strange boy, scum. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, that's probably pretty cool for them. Like hearing all about Harry Potter as a kid, and then all of a sudden he's there. Yeah, and like. Bill, Charlie, Percy, and even Fred and George all kind of grew up knowing, like, they were alive. They were alive during it. the First War, huh? The First Wizarding War. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I didn't think about that before. Yeah, but they were probably pretty young. Yeah. Well, Bill probably would have been older. Bill, Bill and Charlie, they were probably Do we older. know what the age difference? Let me look that up. What? Try not to be loud because we're recording on our computer and I don't want like, the Uh, questions. So we just keep, just keep re- uh, talking. Okay. And while we look it up.
1: Fred said out loud that he wonders if he remember what, wa- remembers what you know who looks like. And But his mother. He's said, got no nose. But his mother said, I forbid you to ask him. <laughs> He's got no nose. The train started its horn for last call and Jenny started to cry when they went on.
0: Okay, so Bill is two years older than Charlie, who is three years older than Percy, who is two, two years older than Fred and George. So that means, hold well, on. So, so Bill is two years older than Charlie. So th- so just so add so it. Bill so, is Bill is five years older than Percy. Bill is seven years older than Fred and George, and he's nine years. He's nine years older than Ron, and he and so wait. Uh, yeah, nine. He's years ten years o- older than Ginny and and Ron's 11, right? Or 12. He's uh, he's going to be 11. 20, uh, so that means then he's 20. Okay, so 20. then that means that Bill was 9 during the first wizarding World War. That was his like oldest that that was his age when Harry was you know, you he, he was tried zap. <laughs> tried to, zapped. to. Tried to when get zapped. T- yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Oh, let's give us you guys Let's give you guys the birthdays, because we found those two. Okay. Okay. Um, Ron is March 1st. Fred and George is April 1st. Ginny is August 11th. Percy is August 22nd. Percy is August 22nd. Bill is November 29th. And Charlie is December 12th. Why would... Okay. Let me get Okay. So, now you guys know what their birthdays are, and... You know it would be cool? If you guys have the same birthday as one of them. Super cool. Okay, so now you know. Yep.
1: The youngest redhead boy came... Boy, not youngest redhead. Um, came and sat with Harry in his compartment because all the other compartments were filled. Um, and the twins went to their compartment, and to uh, Harry and Ron's compartment, And introduced themselves to Harry. Ron started to ask a lot of questions about his scar. And you know, there was a lot. Ron started to talk about his brothers when Harry said he wanted three wizard brothers.
0: I want three wizard brothers. (laughs) Even though my parents are dead.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Harry. That's never going to come true now. Ron started to talk about his brothers when Harry said he wanted three... Wait. Sorry, uh, Ron. Ron said all he gets are passed me down. Someone pushing a snack cart came over and asked them if they wanted anything. Ron said no because he had um some corn sandwiches, beef,
0: corned beef sandwiches. I mean, Ugh. corn corned beef isn't bad. What though. is corned beef? It's pretty much. I mean I don't really know Corn how to explain. No, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it, but it's actually not bad. It's corned beef mean, sandwiches. He doesn't Ron like hate corned beef or something? Yes, He's like, he does oh, I hate not that. Like it. It's actually not bad. Not gonna lie. But it's probably not as good as having treats. Like it's probably sad knowing. We'll I take have I have, it. I have this, go on, go on. Harry. Harry has a bunch of gold and he's going to buy a bunch of sweets for himself. I, I got a bag of galleons, so I'll take all of it. And then Ron's just like, no. Dude, you're going to waste your fortune on sweets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Ron said no, but Harry
1: got a ton of stuff and shared it all with Ron, who brought a dried up sandwich. Yeah, it was dried up because
0: his, his mom didn't
1: have enough time to make it because there was... So Five of This is just five of them. Five, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but Harry found a candy called a chocolate frog. And Ron said he was missing Agrippa uh, right? Uh, a I guess. <laughs> uh, Agrippa. <laughs> and Ron told Harry that they were collectible they were. There were collectible cards in each box. Harry opened one, he got Dumbledore, and his frog leapt up and jumped out jumped out the window. So Elvis Dumbledore. Currently headmaster of Hogwarts. Considered by many of the greatest wait. <laughs> considered by many of the greatest wizards. Do you want me, me to read time. that for you? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <coughs> Considered considered by many, many of the greatest wizards of modern times, Dumbledore is particularly famous for his defeat of the Dark Wizard Grindel- Grindelwald.
0: Grindelwald. 19- Stop. <laughs> Grindelwald. In
1: 1945, for the discovery of the twelve uses twelve uses of dragon's blood, and his work on alchemy with his partner Nicolas Nicholas
0: Flamel. Flamel. That That's...
1: information will come in later. handy later. Later. Yeah. Dumbledore enjoys chamber music and ten pinball. We're like, bowling. yes, we
0: definitely care that you enjoy chamber music, Dumbledore. <laughs> um, okay, Vaughn, bon, it's your turn. Okay, so let's kick this off. <laughs> um, they're in the car compartment just chilling when some tearful-looking boy runs, uh, opens up and asks, Have you seen a toad? And then they're like, no, we haven't. Uh, so, Ron was going to show Harry how he t- tried to turn his rat yellow with a spell. <laughs> Sunshine daisies, butter mellow, <laughs> turn this stupid fat rat, rat yellow. I-, I think anyone who likes Harry Potter has Yeah, Yeah, but Yeah, but he wasn't able to cast a spell before that tearful looking boy and a girl came back. And Girl with bushy hair. Uh, yes. So her, her, she's like, "Have you seen a toad?" Neville's lost one. Okay. Honestly, though, this very first part where like she's like reading her is kind of annoying because she's kind of annoying. I mean, she's not. She's not as annoying, in I guess
1: the movies. Agree. I mean, I
0: guess she's pretty annoying, but not in the movies. But she's annoying. Okay. She does get. Uh, she's annoying of- when she's working on schoolwork. She's like, "I have to keep going." I I I have to be like Lisa Simpson. Yeah, okay, that's annoying. In the
1: second part of, um, Mm. book two and all of book three, she's not that annoying.
0: She's not in the second part of book two because she's petrified. Oh, are you petrified? We're like, oh, well, that was much needed. (laughs) Petrified. (laughs) Um. Okay, so she was. Her voice was very bossy. She had lots of bushy brown hair, and she had. Very... She had large front teeth. Very this large. is not in the movies, but... Sure, her teeth return to regular because size. Because it was, like... When, uh, what happens? Beel ball. Well, because... I'm pretty sure Draco, like, makes like, a spell, spell. And it makes her teeth really big. Yeah. It's a number four. No, that, that's natural. Well, I know, but it makes them bigger. Oh. And then Madame Pomfrey shrinks them, but she just has her go farther. That, like... If she... Never mind, because I'm going to get too ahead of ourselves into another book. Yeah, so she saw Ron holding his wand, and she she asked him to do the magic. Like, oh, you're doing magic? Well, let's see it then. And then he's like, uh, Sunshine's daisies, butta Mello, turn this stupid fat rat yellow. He loves that rat. Trying to turn Scabbers yellow. Yes. And I mean, it didn't work, and she's like, is that- are you sure that's a real spell? Okay. Well, uh, also, but I've you know how there's just a some simple ones myself, and they've all worked for me. You know how there's some spells where it's like you have to actually say something. Yeah. But then there's some where it's just like *avada kedavra*. Or *crucio*. But there's some where it's like *sunshine daisies buttermellow*. But like later in the books, what what confuses me is like they don't even say words when they cast spells. Like I think they learned how to do it without yeah. saying words. Yeah. Apparently Hagrid can do that, because he lit the fire. Yeah. So, she's like, every every uh, spell has worked for her. She of course said, it has. She's, she's Hermione. like, I come from a non-magical family, and I've memorized all of my books by heart. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, Hogwarts books. So her, My name is Hermione Granger. And uh, then she started listing all the books Harry was in. And and she's like, you better change. We're almost there. <laughs> uh, Harry found out that Ron's brother. Uh, okay, so uh, Ron is like, uh, uh, Harry is asking, what What do you do when when you finish wizarding school? Then Ron says that Charlie is in Romania studying dra- studying dragons, and Bill's in Africa working for Gringotts. I mean, honestly, if you're a wizard, you can't really do that much. Yeah. I mean, you can work... Okay, let's just list them all. You can be on the ministry. You can work for the Daily Prophet. You, you can obviously work with dragons. You or can, you can be in a sh- work shop... Uh, work in a shop at... You can work at at the, uh, the yeah. Wiki Cauldron. Work there. I mean, you honestly, you can work at a shop. You can work at the... There's yeah, not the that big of a selection. Not as big as, like, now. But in the ministry, there's a lot of jobs. There's a oh, lot can of, can a lot of at, departments. You can work at the Wizard Hospital. Oh, see muggles. Okay, I guess there are some, but there's not as many as there would be muggle jobs. Yeah. Ministry is like cops. Yeah, yeah Th- I guess. Then Ron's much. like, "Have you seen the Daily Prophet? Someone tried to break into to the Gringos, but nothing was taken or stolen." And and the criminal n- and nothing happened to the criminal. Then and then uh Ron's like, "Oh, what's your what's your Quidditch team?" Uh, ha- <laughs> that's the most important Harry's thing he's like what is quidditch then he's starting to explain how to play quidditch and how how uh how it goes and then three uh boys entered the middle one uh uh oh, was, no. was pale and was uh, and harry recognized him as the pale boy from madame malkin's uh from malkin's rope shop yep he asked if was Harry Potter uh, if Harry was Harry Potter. <laughs> and Harry said yes. My like, is no. Harry Potter is Harry Potter. Uh, and on the side there were two he- large, mean looking boys uh who were standing beside the pale boy. Yeah. Uh he said uh he uh, that he the opened. pale boy's like, oh yeah, these are crab and crab and Goyle. That's our last names. It's kind of weird that they don't go by their first names. Yeah. And that he was Draco Malfoy. I'm Now Ron's, like, laughing and snickering. And then Malfoy's like, you think that's a funny name, do you? Weasley, second-hand books and other stuff. (laughs) He says that, (laughs) and "And other other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of kids, uh, two more kids than they can afford. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. They can't, I mean, like... They and, and then Malfoy said that's, that they you'll soon can... figure out that some wizarding families are better than others, Potter. <laughs> uh, he's like, he he puts out his hand for Harry to shake it, but Harry doesn't care. He's like, I don't know, I'm not shaking that hand. There's germs <laughs> on it. Dirty. Germs on that Dirty hand. Uh, and then Harry's like, I think I can tell the wrong switch for myself, Malfoy. And then, and then they're like, oh, uh, you have food." <laughs> Goyle tribes to grab a chocolate frog. Then Scabbers jumps on his arm and bites him. That's funny, but okay. It's, it's, like a, it's so like weird. Dog. It's so weird knowing that Scabbers isn't what we think he is. Well, We're gonna learn well, that in number three. Yeah, I really don't want to spoil it for yeah, you, so that for you, but it's so, so weird thinking that he's doing these things. He's protecting Ron, and he's. I want to tell you guys, but I'm not going to. Cause- then Goyal, um, uh, sorry, Goyal chucks Scabbers at a wall. Scabbers is asleep now. Yeah, <laughs> he's, not, he's he's not even unconscious. He's just asleep. Yep. And uh they just they leave the room. And uh, um. Ron said that, uh, the, the girl, Hermione entered again, and, and they're, like, and Ron's like, uh, that, that mouth, that, that mouthful boy, his father was one of the first to come back to our side, um, because he said that he was under the control of the Imperious curse. Yeah. Uh, then they got, uh, they, then later they just get off the train, they follow Hagrid, uh, the first years, they all follow Hagrid down t- down a road to a huge lake with small boats. Uh, Neville, Hermione, and Harry. Neville, Hermione, Harry, and Ron. They all go into one, and out in the middle of the lake is a giant castle. Hmm. Oh, uh, Walter and. Then all the boats just go to the castle, uh, sir, start without, without push paddling. off the lake without uh, without rowing or anything. Yeah, they just start going to the castle on them on their own. And while they're doing it, Hagrid finds Neville's toad in his boat. Yep, and, and then they arrive, they walk up a bunch of steps, and then Hagrid goes knock, knock, knock on the giant door. Yeah, there.
1: Is that That's the end? it for this chapter. That was a we're good a chapter. chapter. And
0: now we're going to take a break. No, we'll wait, we're back. not taking a break. Oh, yeah, movie sorry. Movie goofs. Movie goofs. Keep forgetting. So, it's your turn first, Sophie. Movie goof.
1: Okay. At around 35 minutes on the on the train, the same hill as well as lake, as seen by the waves in the middle of the water, are seen multiple times.
0: Yep. Uh, at around 37 minutes during the first meeting of Harry, Ron, and Hermione on the Hogwarts Express, Hermione's tie changes from being crooked to uh, on one side to straight, then back to crooked again. At around 34 minutes during the train journey, Ron's hair is parted in several different places. Uh, Sorry. At around 35 minutes
1: after Harry has has. Bots, the contents of the sweet of the sweet trolley on the train. The An sweet trolley. Ex- exterior. Exterior shot shows that the sun is still fairly high. Hermione then joins them and tells the boys that they had better change into their robes as they will be arriving soon. Yet the train pulls into the station and it is night. Hmm. Hmm. Go ahead,
0: Von. At around 32 minutes at King's Cross Station, the camera crew is reflected on the left side of the train on the right. Yep. So at around 32 minutes, Hogwarts students reach the train by going through King's Cross Station platform nine, number 9 and 3 fourths, which is secretly located in the barrier between platforms 9 and 10. In reality, platforms 9 and 10 are in separate buildings, and there's no barrier between them but railway tracks railway tracks. People wrote to J.K. Rowling about this, and she admitted getting confused between King's Cross Station and Euston Stations. The platform actually used in filming are platforms 9 and 4. Not four and not, not 9 and 4, 4 and 5. At around 34 minutes,
1: Harry and Ron first encounter each other in the platform at King's Cross Station, yet yeah, on the Hogwarts Express, one, Express when Ron asks Harry, if he he can share his compartment, mountains can be seen out of the windows. This cannot can be cannot be until at least a couple of hours after leaving London. Why did it take Ron so long to find a seat? That's weird.
0: It, take, it took him him a few hours to find. A seat. <laughs> he was just like wandering around. Just like nobody, fine, no, I'll go sit with Harry. Nobody likes him. Yeah. Fine, I'll go sit with the boy who lived. Ugh. Ugh okay (laughs) okay we're gonna take a quick we're gonna take a short break and we're gonna be back right after this for our Hagrid part two yay yay okay so we'll be right back bye we're back from our short break welcome back well for us it wasn't that short (laughs) (laughs) um yeah yeah it wasn't that short for us but it was short for you guys so now we're back and we are going to be talking about our part two of Hagrid, Rubius Hagrid. We're going to be talking about his physical appearance, appearance how he's related to certain characters in the series. I guess pretty much everything his that we. Characteristics? Yeah, pretty much everything we didn't talk about last episode, which was his life story. So we're going to be talking about pretty much everything. Him as a character. So we're pretty excited for that. And it's going to be a good episode. Well, okay. Well, we've already half started. Episode. It's gonna be good half of the episode. Yeah. yeah. So first, we're gonna start with our Harry Potter news. This news is extremely exciting. I mean, I saw it on Wizarding World, and I was very excited. What is it? I have to know. I'm the only one that knows the news right now. So what is it? Pretty much, while we're at home during this, like you know, time, and we're at home, um, they're having Wizarding World is bringing pretty much famous people from the movie series series like um harry potter and fantastic beasts and they're gonna read the harry potter stories to us so let me scroll what's this on it's on wizardingworld.com and the wizarding world app so let me just tell you who's doing who is reading the first chapter so Yes, who's reading the first chapter? Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. It's Daniel Radcliffe. He's reading chapter one, The Boy Who Lived. So this is really cool. I mean, it would have been cool. Well, actually, they're putting them out so often. Like, they come out more than once a week that they'll catch up to us and eventually pass us. But this is really cool. So, like, when we get, when, hopefully, by, like, chapter nine, they'll be caught up. So you guys can start listening to that instead of reading it to yourself. Or, you know, that's just really cool. So you guys can... Listen to them. So let's who's reading chapter two? Guess. Ron Weasley. You're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it. Hermione Granger. Noma Dumazwani. I probably, what? I totally probably said that name wrong. She plays Hermione and the Cursed Child, and she is reading Chapter Two, The Vanishing Glass. And guess who's reading Chapter Three? Ron Weasley. No. Someone super more awesome than Ron Weasley. Um, let's see. Let me think. Voldemort. No. Let let me think. Someone better than Ron... Everyone. (laughs) Okay. He's from the Fantastic Beasts series. Newt. Yes. Eddie Eddie Redmayne is reading Chapter 3, The Letters from No One. So, they have a really cool lineup of people. Let me just scroll through, try to get the lineup. They better not have Ron. He probably will at some point. Yeah. Okay, so it's in an article called Introducing the Next Phase of Harry Potter at Home. Um, I don't know who a lot of these people are. Oh, some of these people aren't even from Harry Potter. Really? Yeah, Stephen, some other people are Stephen Fry, David Beckham, Dakota Fanning, Claudia Kim. I don't know who any of those people are. No, I don't either. (laughs) I know Dakota Fanning, but, no, I think they're just other famous people. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys should totally go listen to that, and it'll be really cool too. I don't know, just hear famous people from the series read it, especially because like we know Harry or Daniel Radcliffe tries to I guess separate himself from like Harry Potter as much as he can, so it's cool that he came back to do this. So yeah, go listen to those. Let's get into our our Hagrid episode. So we want to start with what Hagrid looks like. Hagrid is a very large man with a large bushy beard. He is half giant. With brown so- eyes? He's extremely tall. Brown eyes? Or like brown I said eyes? last time. The Let's
1: opposite see.
0: of Santa. Oh yeah. He has brown eyes, I think. Oh yeah, the opposite of Santa, except not evil. He stands at 11 feet six inches tall. Um Well, he is still fat. So he so. normally wears this humongous. Uh, give me, give me, me Segor Dogs barking <laughs> Background noise. So he normally wears this, like, humongous moleskin. Is it moleskin? Ah. Uh, I think so, yeah. A moleskin. I want to say it's... Yep, it's a moleskin overcoat, and it has a ton of pockets. I mean, we know that from everything. He carries lots of stuff with him, and this is just a list of everything that we know he carries with him at certain times in the story, so... It's a long list. Let me just read it to you guys. So, peppermint humbugs, a squashy package of sausages, a copper kettle, a fire poker, wizard money, a birthday cake, birthday presents, a dirty spotted handkerchief, slug pellets, and a living owl. Okay, it wasn't that long. And dog treats. But that's, I think that's, like, what he had at the very beginning.
1: And dog treats.
0: Yeah, moldy moldy dog biscuits. Huh. And the key to Harry's... Potter's Green Off All. So we know he carries lots of things in his pockets and his moleskin overcoat. He's large. I mean, like, a big he is bo- large he's a and in charge. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he does so much for Hogwarts. And people totally, I mean, not people who read the series, but students underappreciate Hagrid because he does so much. And I'm sure, especially when they're like making fun of him for his. Care of magical creatures lesson, everything that Draco and Slytherins think. It's just so sad because he does so much and he puts so much work into that job. And even if he's not as, like, I don't want to say he's probably a better magizoologist. or is that what he is? Is that, yeah, I think so. I yeah. mean, I guess that's kind of what he's classified as, but he's probably a better. He's probably better with animals than Professor Grubly Plank, but she's probably a better teacher. I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about his teaching skills, but he's not the best teacher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He is better with animals, but he doesn't go about lessons the right way. That, like, you know, kids are going to take that. Let's just, now we're probably, I mean, we're just going to say, like, personality traits, stuff about him, cool stuff. So, Vaughn, you can say something. <laughs> um. Okay. So Hagrid, he's very nice and kind. Yeah. And let's see, he's allergic to kitties. That's why he doesn't. That's why he didn't get Harry a cat because they make him sneeze. Yeah. And he's in a Gryffindor. I think we talked about this last time, but it's so obvious that he would be in Gryffindor. He's well, such uh, a Gryffindor. what about Hufflepuff? Yeah, he was very kind-hearted and But he's and just sweet. vague and brave. So, like, I For think... me, I just have to get one look at him and I I say Hufflepuff. No, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I think a lot of the houses have similar traits. Like Ravenclaw and Slytherin, they're pretty close. What? They're pretty close. Ravenclaw and Gryffindor.
1: No. Ravenclaw
0: is smart and in intelligence. Slytherin is ambition and evilness. No, they're <laughs> cunning. And I think um, that yeah. they're, they're, they're probably both pretty strategic houses, which makes them both pretty similar. I think
1: Ravenclaw and Gryffindor Raven- and then Gryffindor.
0: I feel like and then Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff are not close at all. No. In my opinion, I think the closest houses together, like, as their traits are... Well, basically, Hufflepuff is everyone who doesn't have the traits of of Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, or Slytherin. But they're also kind. Yes. So that also has to do some... So they just basically have all the traits that don't... That aren't Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, yeah. or Slytherin, which which classifies into kind Cause in like helpful. Because in, in one of the uh, in one of the sort uh, mm, tiny spoiler. Just fast forward about fifteen seconds or twenty seconds, whatever let's go, go, okay. So this one of the Sorting Hat song. It talks about the God of Gryffindor taking all the brave kids, Roland of Ravenclaw taking all the smart kids. And so is Slytherin taking all oh, the yeah. ambitious kids. and then of like, the Hufflepuff takes the rest the rest Yeah, exactly. the rest kind of of the rest of it rest of it rest of the rest of the rest of a house of Gryffindor, rest as the rest of the even though when you narrow it down, those are the traits. Hufflepuff takes the kind, helpful, considerate kids, and the it puts the all into a house. It's a cool house. I'm glad I'm in i I wouldn't. I'm glad I'm not in Gryffindor. I'm glad I'm not in Hufflepuff. (laughs) Same. I'm glad I'm just... I would be okay with Ravenclaw. Like, at first, like I said in the introduction, I totally thought I was a Ravenclaw. It just made so much sense to me. And plus, I have a friend who's in Ravenclaw, so, like, it's just more fun to be in the same house as your friend. Because, like, you get robes together and, like, you know, Mm. that's cool. But when I found out I was a Hufflepuff, I didn't like it at first, but, of course... Hufflepuff is cool. They're all cool. The only house I definitely would not want to be in is Gryffindor. I really wish I was in I was in Hogwarts because it'd just be so fun making potions and casting yeah. spells and all that. That got it, so it would, it, it, okay. I'd i I'd, I'd rather be at Hogwarts than being than than having summer vacation. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yes. Yeah, so Hagrid, he could. He's in Gryffindor, but I could see him in Hufflepuff. And I couldn't see him in Ravenclaw, no offense to Hagrid, and I couldn't see him in Slytherin. I just... No way,
1: Slytherin.
0: So... He's nothing, not even evil Nothing
1: person. bad about Slytherin. Just, just... You're
0: in Slytherin, so you can't be mean to Slytherin. Exactly. So, now we're going to talk a little bit about magical connections he has to certain characters, and pretty much just drawing all the information we know about Hagrid into one episode. Let's talk about Grop. Well, oh, actually, let's big, just talk about, let's talk about pets and other creatures pretty much just throughout the series. So Wait, let's Grop? let's start with Grop. Uh, Grop, his big, a baby, giant, giant brother. brother <laughs> I mean, it's his younger brother. It's He just thought it was a good idea to bring Grop from his giant colony to the Hogwarts forest. Instead of just leaving him with his own kind and you, you just chain him to a tree and leave him there. Yep, that's the perfect place for a giant. Yeah. he That was probably not the smartest move, but Hagrid isn't the smartest person, so you can't really. He's not exactly a right. Yeah. Okay, now Fang. Fang is, is his, his boarhound. Fang is adorable. Try and get
1: something. And what in the
0: heck is a boarhound? Let me Can look a dog. Let's look a picture up, because why not? Okay, so we found a picture, and a poorhound is the exact same thing as a Great Dane. Yeah, it's it's just another name. Good to name. know. It's just another name for a Great Dane. Good to know. Yes. Okay, so he's also had Fluffy. Fluffy is his, the three-headed Orhag. dog. Oh, yeah, Fluffy. <laughs> That's what we we're talking about. The three-headed dog. I get dog. Fluffy and Fang mixed up so often. Like, people will say, oh, I really like Fang, and I'm just like, you like the three heads oh yeah oh um guys there's spoilers in this episode yeah yeah. Oh, yeah by the way well
1: hopefully you know fang that is the on the cover
0: one. so what
1: fang is on the
0: cover yeah so just remember if, if oh, you yeah. guys haven't no, 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 seen Fluffy's
1: me if you guys haven't
0: read the entire oh, book yeah. or the entire series then this might be confusing then you too. should then you should stop listening and uh, well i mean you can keep listening but can it just might be con- confusing to you yeah, cause you've got you, but but I would, but if I were you and you haven't read the entire series, then I would get off this and come back to it. Uh, when yes, when you have. Okay, let's talk about Aragog now.
1: I love Aragog, the
0: giant spider man who has so over oh so many babies what? that he set uh, to kill Harry Potter. Yes. and Ron Weasley. Ron, I cannot turn Ron. my children down, fresh meat. so yeah he's the giant spider that hagrid keeps in the forest it's not the perfect he raised him when he was a child yeah that's isn't aragog from chamber of secrets he's the one that Mm -hmm. yep he has had him since aragog was a baby i mean he grew up with aragog yeah he aragog's his pet and he loves Aragog. The only thing is, why would keep Aragog <laughs> in the middle of the forest to like have a kajillion babies? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Spider. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then Buckbeak. The <gasps> yeah, buck hippogriff. Beak. Okay, so pretty much a brief explanation of what a hippogriff is. It's a. It's what happens when a horse and a griffin mate. Yeah. A, a, griffin, a, griffin? a griffin is what when an eagle and a panther mate. Oh, that's a griffin. Yeah. Eagle and a panther. Yeah. Or an eagle and a lion, I think. Why on earth for How? Okay. I'm just, I'm just confused why an eagle and a panther would mate, but you do, you, eagle, panther. They're mythical okay. creatures. Imagine, though, if that was real. I mean, technically, it could be real. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so let's talk about another um I think we've pretty much talked about pretty much the creatures that matter let's talk about some people <laughs> so how's he connected to Dumbledore he is like v- Dumbledore's closest ally he is so loyal right. to Dumbledore Dumbledore used to be one of his teachers really so, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. He's so loyal to him. He's like, don't you dare insult Albus Dumbledore in front of me to Vernon. I mean, he's really loyal to him. So Umbrella. And plus, Dumbledore keeps him on when he's supposed to be expelled. So that's really cool. I mean, Dumbledore obviously likes him a lot, and um, he's not wrong, of course. Who wouldn't like Hagrid? Okay. Let's talk about his connections to Harry Potter. Okay, so The that was the one, one who uh, who introduced Harry to the Wizarding World. Took him to Diagon Alley, Diagon to Alley. Green. He, he he did a whole bunch. He bought him a burger at King's Cross Station. Yeah, that, that was so, so important. Yes. The best, best thing he ever did for Harry. Harry, um, Harry was in his Care of Magical Creatures class, obviously because he was the only teacher. Um, for care of magical creatures. He, Harry, um, took Hagrid, care of Grop. Yeah, Hagrid, uh, he carried Harry's dead body during the Battle Not of dead, not exactly dead. Yes, well, verge of death. Yeah. Body. Harry, I mean, he helps get rid of, um, Norbert, Norbert, um, he, he helps get H- Hagrid out of Azkaban. Um, he does a lot for Hagrid, and Hagrid does a lot for him, which is good. He, it's kind of like one of those things, he carried Harry into the Wizarding World, and he carried him out, because he, you know, he carried him in when he was born, he carried him out when he died. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? hmm Let's talk about his connection to James and Lily Potter. He, he knew Sirius Black. A he car murdered, crash but... called. Uh, a car crash killed Lily <laughs> and James a Potter. A car crash. killed A scandal. No. So, um, he obviously had a connection. Yeah, Hagrid them. was a good friend of theirs. He was in the Order of the Phoenix with them. He he fought with them during the first Wizarding War. Um, he was beside himself when Lily and James were killed in 1981, and. Um, he was sent to rescue their child. With Sirius's motorcycle? Yeah. yeah. Um, Hagrid knew them very well, and and yada yada yada, blah blah blah. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, we just are on we're on um Wizarding uh Harry Potter Wiki, looking at this. Well, like some most of the stuff we know, but just in case we're forgetting some, it's all on Harry Potter Wiki. So. Sirius Black. Look, oh. I knew Sirius Black longer than you did. He died in battle, and that's the way he'd have wanted to go. And that's what he said uh, to or... Harry Potter on... Uh, it says, Ruby is Hagrid to Harry Potter on Sirius Black. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The new sitcom, <laughs> Sirius Black. Okay. um, Though Hagrid described Sirius Locke as having been a troublemaker in his youth. Hagrid had clearly been fond of him, as well as his best friend, James Potter, when they were students at Hogwarts. You know, it's really kind of sad, because you learn a lot about James and Sirius, and they were kind of mean. They were mean to Snape, huh? I mean... Yeah. They made they fun really, of him. Well, they were really to him. And I think... And he, then, and people, still Lily liked James. and um, Yeah, and... Lily, I am, like, go Snape. She should have married Snape or whatever. Yeah. Because... Well, I don't think she liked... I don't think she... She didn't want to marry Snape because... She was a Death Eater. No. Why? It's because after she started uh, hanging out with James more, Severus, he went kind of dark. He Mm -hmm. got dark. And he would, he would, he would practice unforgivable curses. Oh, wow. Well, that's true. But, I mean, like, Sirius, or James was so mean. And you think, I mean, she didn't like him when they were little. Or younger, not little, but younger. So. Yeah. Yeah. But he was on the Order of the Phoenix with Sirius Black also. And, Yep. Hagrid and Hagrid was comf- like com- Hagrid was confident that Sirius died the way that he deemed a valiant way to die. So yeah, and he's connected. Let's he talk died, about his connections to Severus died, Snape. He died when his sister or his cousin. Let's talk about his connections chosen. to Sirius Snape. <laughs> I said, serious cer- I said, "Serious Snape." No, Severus Snape. Snape. Serious Snape. Snape. Snape.
1: <coughs> oh, okay.
0: Snape. Let me just read the first sentence. So, Hagrid always stoutly defended Severus Snape against Harry's doubts and allegations on the basis that Albus Dumbledore, Dum- <laughs> on Albus Dumbledore, trusted Snape completely, and. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna probably read a lot of this paragraph. So if you like are reading this and or you're listening to this and you haven't read the full series and you really don't want a major spoiler, just you know, you gotta don't skip leave. forward maybe like a minute or two. Don't and wait, don't don't Just you could just go on to another episode, come back to this, um, later. So um when Snape killed Dumbledore, Haggard initially disbelieved the fact and told Harry he must be mistaken, but was later furious to learn that Snape had indeed killed the late headmaster. Haggard openly opposed Snape when he became the headmaster of Hogwarts by holding a support Harry Potter party. Potty. Potty. <laughs> unaware snape was secretly still on their side an act which almost resulted in his arrest and forced him to go into hiding until the final battle hiding hiding before hagrid fled snape put students in detention with hagrid ensuring that they were protected from the harsher and torturous punishments from the Karos. however hagrid eventually learned of snape's true loyalties during the final confrontation of the battle of hogwarts who are the Karos? The Carrows are pretty much—they uh, were Death Eaters. They pretty much ran detention and they tortured kids. That's so sad. Yes, they were pretty bad.
1: So, so sad.
0: It gets pretty dark in that book. I mean, like starting at um fun uh, fun fact in the Death Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows when Bellatrix was torturing Hermione mm-hmm. in the movie, uh, they. They couldn't put too much of it in there, or else they had they had to they would have to make it R rated. R rated, yeah, not PG thirteen. Yeah, well, if they put too much pictures of Bellatrix uh, torturing, torturing Hermione. Her. Yeah, they would have to. Oh yeah, because it was there already- was a, there were a few pictures, but if they put any, but if they too, put too much, in, then they would have to make it R rated. Yeah, so. I mean it starts. These books start to get dark around yeah. four or the end of three. That's when they kind of get start to get dark because like. Well, it gets darkest after four. After four, but it starts to. It's like gradually starting in in the end of three. That's pretty bad, or not bad but dark. So. Um, let's talk about his relationship to Dolores Umbridge. Oh, gosh, Dolores. She's getting her own episode for sure. Oh, yes. For sure. (sighs) Evil woman. She's so evil. She's evil and pink. She wears pink because, like, she's like, oh, I'm a nice woman. But no, she's not. She's evil. And you learn just how evil she is in the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Oh, yeah. She oh, my god! She supports gosh. Voldemort. What? Well, that's in another realm. Well, and Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, if something... That means that she, she was willing to go to his side. True. She is pretty bad. So, she... She made Hagrid's life miserable with her disruptive evaluations of his teaching... She was Hogwarts High Inquisitor, if you guys didn't know. Wait, why are we talking about this? Well, I just want to, um, yeah, now talk about her relationship to Hagrid. Hagrid was disgusted by Umbridge's and the officials' attack on McGonagall, attacking the Ministry officials in retaliation. Okay, that's hard to. I'm not going to read that all. Um. Oh wow. She was imprisoned in, in Azkaban two years later for her crimes against Mug Warrens because of her actions as head of the Mug Warren Registration Commission. Let's press on that, shall we? Let's see what she did. Ooh, juicy. Let me just read this paragraph so you guys all know. So let me read this to you. So the head of the Mug Warren registration commission was a position of power within the ministry of magic for a short amount of time it was created along with the muggle born registration commission when lord voldemort was indirectly in control of the ministry during the height of the second wizarding war and is the leading power within this organization the only head of the muggle born registration commission was dolores umbridge the founder of the commission it was never intended to be in a permanent committee, How- however, former members are still recognized for being part of the commission. Yeah, so it's, like, dealing with bloods. I guess. Let's go to history. This is actually later in the series. Yeah. Book seven. So she was sent to ask Man. A yeah. Per- I do not know that. That's crazy. We'll get into that on her episode, because, like, we're totally drifting from the Hagrid subject, but... Yeah. Now you know she was sent to Azkaban. Definitely, she should have been Malfoy House, or Malfoy Manor. <laughs> no, no, Malfoy family. How is he connected to them? The he Malfoy, hates them. Yeah, the big old. Okay, so yeah, the Malfoy pretty was family was pretty bad, and like he didn't like them at all. No, he at all, they were not good to Harry, and. He liked Harry. So, of course, he wasn't going to like the Malfoys. Hmm. That's pretty much it for today's episode. I know that this was kind of a short Haggard episode, but we wanted to at least get a little bit of info about who he is in here. And then next episode, we're talking about Chapter 7 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I think it's called The Sorting Hat. Yes. I think so. I think it is. So... Um, please read that in preparation, so you don't miss anything, and make sure you, yeah, read that chapter. And then we're gonna do another analysis after the chapter reread. So, bye.
1: bye. Bye.
0: Welcome to Inside Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids.